Shalom Aleichem. This is Shaul Wertheimer, Chabad of Queens College. Today is Yudtes Sivan Tovshin Pei, June 11th, 2020. On January 20th, 1970, the New York Times ran an article with the headline, Bronx Synagogue Damaged by Fire, Arson is Suspected. The article begins by noting that a fire had broken out the previous night at Congregation Avas Torah in the Bronx. Quoting the article, Rabbi David Toiv, spiritual leader of the Orthodox congregation, said that five Torah scrolls, each valued at about $2,000, and all the prayer books and shawls and furnishings had been completely burned in the fire, which broke out at about midnight in the three-story brick building. Mr. Toiv, who lives a block away from the synagogue, said that services in the first-floor temple might have to be held elsewhere temporarily. The synagogue is about 25 years old and has about 300 members. Mr. Toiv said, and the article refers to him as Mr. Toiv, has been vandalized four or five times in the last year with windows being broken each time. Twelve years earlier, the Lubavitcher Rebbe wrote a letter to Rabbi Toiv in which the Rebbe discussed the purpose of a shul, connecting it to a teaching from this week's Parsha, the letter is printed in volume 17 of Igris Kodesh, page 171. At the beginning of the letter, the Rebbe thanks Rabbi Toiv for informing him of the upcoming Chanukas Habais, the housewarming for the shul, congregation Ahavas Torah, which will take place the upcoming Sunday of the date of the letter. The Rebbe writes that in the shul, Something we should look for is as the hashpal from their shul, so sich fillen euch die members und mispalen, wenn sie gehen euch arreus von shul. That the feelings of the shul should be carried forth and brought outside of the shul when the members and those who pray there leave shul. Und eigentlich ist doch der emmeser tachlis und kavone von der shul. And actually, that's the real purpose of a shul. As die dernendrung was ayid fillt zum bashefer. The closeness that a Jew feels to his Creator in their Zeit von Davon und Lernen when he prays and when he learns Torah, soll durch dringen sein Tag täglichen Leben euch in der Zeit, wenn er ist beschäftigt in Inyon von Panas und das Gleich. That the feelings of, of being close to Hashem should permeate a person's day to day life, even when they're involved, when they're busy with Parnassa and so forth. In alles und umetum soll sich fillen avas teure wie jeder Shemaim. In everything and everywhere a person should feel their love of the Torah and Yiras Shemaim. So the Rebbe wanted to ensure that the point of assembling in shul was clear. The inspiration, the closeness to Hashem, to the Bashefer, to the Creator that the Rebbe refers to, should not just be when you're in shul, it's not to be compartmentalized, but also to be extended and brought out of the walls of the shul as well. In the next paragraph, the Rebbe connects this idea with a verse from the Parsha that would be the upcoming, that they would read that week of the writing of the letter, which is Erev Shabbos, I'm, I'm sorry, Erev of the Chanukah Sabais, the Shabbos that is the Chanukah Sabais taking place that following day, that upcoming Sunday. The Rebbe quotes the Pasuk from Baloischa, Al Pi Hashem Yachanu, Ve Al Pi Hashem Yisu. 
on the word of Hashem, we should we camped, and on the word of Hashem, we traveled. Of course, this is referring to the Jewish people traveling in the desert. That how did we know when to travel and when to camp? It was Alpi Hashem. Hashem would give an indication various different ways. The parsha discusses that there was the pillar of of uh, of fire and and the cloud of glory and so forth and the blowing of the trumpets. So Alpi Hashem Yachan of Alpi Hashem Yisu. So the Rebbe writes as Sayin der Zeit von Menucha, both when a person is at rest, when Sayin der Zeit von Arum wandering, and when a person is wandering. That means when he wanders out of the shul, un gefinzich in veg, he finds himself on the way. So ständig sein Alpi Hashem. This should all always be Alpi Hashem according to the word of Hashem. That indicating that not just when the Jewish people are at rest, so to speak, when we're stationary, or that is in the, in the context of the letter, when you're in shul, you're in shul davening and learning Torah and so forth, not only then should there be the inspiration and the closeness and the feeling of warmth of davening and of Torah, but also when it's, when it's, uh, when it's Yisu, when you're traveling, that should also be Alpi Hashem both when you're in the shul and when you're out of the shul. This, uh, although perhaps not a direct quote from the Shlach HaKadosh, does recall a teaching uh, found in the Teirah Shebichsav section of the Shlach from Parshas Baaloischa. The Shlach HaKadosh writes, Al Pi Hashem Yisuv, Al Pi Hashem Yachnu. And then it says, Al Pi Hashem Yachnu, Al Pi Hashem Yisuv. Uh, the verse appears uh, twice in uh, switching the order of camping and traveling. And the Shlach HaKadosh writes, Yesh Remez Musar Bakan. We have a hint, uh, a teaching here. Every single movement, every single thing that a person does, he should say, The Shlach Kaddish continues, For example, when a person is going on the way, I'm traveling with Hashem's help. And I'm going to I'm going to stay over in a certain place at a certain time with Hashem's help. And when he arrives in his destination, he should once again praise Hashem. He said, Hashem, I've arrived, and I'm going to travel again to Hashem, etc., and so on and so forth. It comes out from all this, says the Shlach Kodesh, Shem Shomayim Shogar Bafiv, that the person is always praising Hashem. Whatever happens to the individual, Al Pi Hashem Yachanu, Al Pi Hashem Yisu, whatever the person does, he's recalling and bringing to mind his thanks for the, to the Abishter, his thanks to Hashem, his recognition of Hashem's presence in his life. And so too in the context of the letter, not just when you're in shul, to bring it out of the walls of the shul as well, al pi Hashem yachnu, al pi Hashem yisu. In the next to last paragraph of the letter, Debbie writes, I hope that you certainly have shiure limud in shul. You have classes in shul. Seems obvious. Of course a shul has Torah classes. The Rebbe continues, Befrat, but specifically, it should be concerning things that are relevant for the day-to-day life for Yedr Yid, for every Jew that he needs to be familiar with. What is the Rebbe referring to exactly? I don't know. Perhaps he means, for example, the study of Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, which contains practical day-to-day laws for everyday living as a Jew. Again, the letter doesn't refer to that specifically, but I find it interesting to note the way the Rebbe addresses a pulpit rabbi. Of course, a Gemara Shir and various other Shurim, of course, all important. The Rebbe is not saying not to do that. 
But the Rebbe says, certainly amongst that, you have a shiur that deals with the day-to-day life, the day-to-day conduct that everybody needs to be familiar with. And the Rebbe concludes with a bracha for all the mispalalim and the members. They and their families should be blessed. May we all be blessed to come to shul healthy and happy and to leave shul hanging on to the inspiration of davening, the inspiration of Taira, we bring it home to our families and to the entire world, bringing Torah and mitzvahs throughout the world, changing the world for the good. May we merit to see the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days. L'chaim, thank you for listening.